And now, welcome to College Crunch. That's right, everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of College Crunch. I'm so happy you're tuning in. I am your host with the most, Josh Agrest, and this is your number one spot for Big Ten Athletics. Coming up on today's lineup, we have a recap of all the games in Week 6, predictions for the conference matchups ahead, and stay tuned to the end to find out why I say Wisconsin will not only win the Big Ten, but they might just end up in the college football playoff this year. All this and more on College Crunch. Well, there were some big games this week, but I want to take a look at a few big players. While five of the seven Big Ten matchups were decided by 23 points or more, which doesn't happen a lot, there were a few standout players. I want to look at Jonathan Taylor, Wisconsin's not-so-hidden gem. He came alive against Kent State. Granted, they're bad, but 215 yards and four touchdowns is nothing to ignore against any team. We're going to look at his situation later. There is one Big Ten matchup I want to look at. It is one of it is the only ranked ranked game of the week is Iowa Michigan. Pardon, sorry. There were actually two ranked games. The second one being Ohio State and Michigan State, but we won't cover that one this episode as it was fairly one-sided. Ohio State could, took care of business winning 34 to 10. Now, Iowa versus Michigan, these two teams came in with both solid defense and Michigan had the only touchdown of the game, winning 10-3. to It's interesting, though, the last, time the, the last time these teams scored a combined total of less than 26 points was 1998. That was double the combined total today. On the flip side, one team that could not find the end today was the Fighting Illini, as while they did score 17 points, it came from two defensive touchdowns and a field goal. So much for the Brandon Peters hype, as he came in back up to Matt Robinson after getting injured in the game against Minnesota. Neither did much of anything, throwing a 51% completion rating, a pick, and no points on the scoreboard. Speaking of no points, Reggie Corbin also didn't Reggie Corbin didn't do much of anything. With 68 yards. Now, Lovey Smith, you have to do something. He could be a serious rusher, talking first round, second round pick next year. You need to use him more. Anyways, we're fleshing out a bye this week. Let's hear about some predictions. There are definitely some good games this week, especially the two night ones. Penn State versus Iowa and Nebraska versus Minnesota. I'm only going to go into the Nebraska-Minnesota game this week, but maybe next maybe next week I'll get into a few more. I'm lo- I'm really looking forward to this game. Both of these teams are un- both of these teams are very much underrated and could pervert and um definitely have some potential in the Big 10 West. Uh yeah, these teams both have very good offenses. I want to look at Min- Minnesota's QB, Tanner Morgan has an incredible se- has an- had an incredible season. 13 touchdowns, a 71% completion percentage, and already 1,250 yards. He is the full package. And along with the passing game, the running game has also been solid. And the running game has also been solid. Now, Nebraska's defense is not as hot as they should be. And they've allowed nearly four touchdowns a game. I'm predicting Minnesota to go 6-0 and at home. And uh, not just that, but the line is two and a half, and I say they're going to cross that by at least a touchdown. I wouldn't really be shocked if there was two. 
The other night game this week is Penn State versus Iowa. And while I'm not going to cover it, I do have a few thoughts. The line is four and a half points for Penn State, but I say they'll easily cover it. These teams both have very solid defenses. They both give up under eight point, have averaged under 8.5 points allowed per game. But Iowa's offense has also been a struggle with their most recent game against Michigan. They only scored three points. I say Penn State is going to cover. Now the other four games. Uh, Michigan at Illinois. The line is 22, but, I mean, Brandon Peters and the offense has just been a complete train wreck. I say Michigan will cover. Next up, Maryland-Purdue. Maryland has scored the most points out of anyone in the Big Ten, and Purdue defense allows 33 points a game. Not a good combo if you're a Boilermaker. The line is six for the Terrapins, but they will definitely cover. I wouldn't be shocked if they won by two or three touchdowns. America's most competitive game of the week, Rutgers versus Indiana, might be too close to call, except for the fact that the line is 27.5 for Indiana. Rutgers is bad, but I don't think they're that bad. Rutgers will cover, Rutgers will cover the spread. Last but not least, we have Michigan State versus Wisconsin. Now, don't get me wrong. Michigan State's decent. They can hold their ground against most teams, but Wisconsin is not one of them. Jonathan Taylor is amazing. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. We'll talk about that later. And I, the line is 10 from Wisconsin, and I think they're going to win by more just by their running game. Northwestern and Ohio State are on a bye this week. Next up, it's time for a special segment called Now Why Do You Think So? A segment where I share some wild theories that just might happen. This week, I'm diving into why I say Wisconsin will not only win the Big Ten, but just sneak into the college football playoffs. For any of you football fanatics that know the standings, they are currently 5-0 and and in first place. But if you look at the uh, percentages, according to 538, Wisconsin has less than a 25% chance of making of winning the Big Ten and less than 20 for making the playoff. Those numbers don't look good to anyone except Minnesota fans, but I'm going to make my case to see why I think those numbers will rise within the following weeks. First off, their schedule is really easy. Besides a game, besides playing Ohio State, they should be able to win out going 11-1, and and maybe they do beat Ohio State. Now, if you have looked at those rankings on 538, you'll see that Penn State is around in the same ballpark, but the difference is they still have to play Iowa, Ohio State, and those Michigan Wolverines. And I don't see them winning two. They might even lose all three, and that will destroy all their chances at a playoff. Now, while, the, while Wisconsin's schedule is easy enough, they still need to win those games. And the offense is one person, Jonathan Taylor. He is an easy candidate for the Heisman, and every time he steps onto the field, you can see why. He has averaged nearly 8 yards every carry and has almost as many touchdowns, 12 this year, as he did the last two years when he averaged 14 and a half. He relies on Wisconsin, relies on him heavily, and he has delivered 12 rushing touchdowns, 4 receiving touchdowns, 200 plus yards against Michigan. I mean, he had 4 touchdowns in this last week against Kent State with a 72-yard run. He is the complete package. On the flip side of the ball, their defense is ranked number one overall by the NCAA, giving up just a less than five yards per play and generally less than two touchdowns per game. This team is one of a kind. They are historic, and I'm interested, very excited to see how they will fare. Thank you so much for listening. I am your host, Josh Hagress. And uh, I'm really looking forward to the future of this podcast. I'm looking 
We're going to have some really cool segments, maybe even some guest stars. If you want to be on the show or have any comments, criticism, feedback, how amazing it was, uh, please email me at joshuaagrest at gmail.com. That's J-O-S-H-U-A-A-G-R-E-S-T at gmail.com. You're listening to College Crunch, your number one spot for Big Ten Athletics.